Welcome to the Dare Real Agile podcast with your host, Coach AF, known better as his real name, Alexandre Frédéric Joly. So today, today it's the end of the Women's Week. It's the Women's Month. Yes, we have days, weeks, and months now to uh, to talk about diversity. But is it true diversity? And today I would like to talk about is agile feminists. Because there was a blog back in 2019 that kept my attention when I was coming back from a scrum gathering in London. It calls, it calls for, it calls for, it's called for. It was written by Anna Thomas Wells from the Netherlands. And she said, why don't we just call Agile what it is, feminist? So we're going to explore that because for me, that was probably the trigger that told me that, okay, the, all of those people on Medium, I like to talk about Agile, Lean Systems, Scrum, and everything, plus all these podcasts and everything. And I said, like, hold on a second, like, all of those people have opinions, they have, like, kind of talks on subject. I said, okay, why not? Why not me? After 20 years in the field of doing lean management, uh, teaching people to use the Scrum systems and software development, but now we expand with business agility uh, further and further. So my runner on there, Real Agile, I thank you very much. We uh, jumped to 100 new subscribers on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, and Deezer. This is the most um, download uh, platform where uh, you download my show, the Dare Real Agile podcast. So I thank you very much. And again, if you'd like to see my face, I will put in the description of the podcast the link to my YouTube channel. And I would like to thank the 10, 10 to 13 new subscribers just last week. And we do it organically without any SEO, without any SEM. Yes, yes, yes. This is what we do because we'd like to have real people, meaningful people that would like to exchange about business agility. And also we received about $110 last week. So we'd like to thank, uh, there's uh, Samantha Rialato that gave me $50. Thank you very much. And we received also 0.678 Bitcoin from Carl Markinson. So, I don't know, it's the third person who gave me some Bitcoins as uh, tips because, yes, if you like what I do, if you'd like to encourage me, there's link especially on uh, the YouTube channel in the description. So, you could give me cryptocurrency and Ethereum and Bitcoin. I favor Bitcoin, of course, because I'm part of the real perspective orange pill revolution. And you have the PayPal link to give me uh, a tips in any currency around the world. And uh, that's amazing because that's the third person who actually gave me some Bitcoin on my wallet. Uh, following uh, a Dare Real Agile or maybe a Friday Live Agile here on YouTube. And uh, uh, it's uh, the first one was from Scotland. Uh, last week we had uh, also Bridget from um, Sweden. And now this gentleman is from Finland. So definitely uh, Northern Europe and Scandinavia are the people who get it, uh, who get it that the next exchange currency will be Bitcoin. So thank you very much for that. And I encourage everybody to like that video. And of course, as I'm doing a boat, uh, boat broadcast right now, those who run with me on the Dare Real Agile, so you just have to subscribe and share it to your friend from your pocket, uh, whether it's an iPhone or an Android, I don't care, we are near stick. So, today, uh, I don't want to make you run too long. It's a beautiful day here in Cancun, and you truly, really need his father, the son. And because it was the Women's Week and I decided to challenge myself to every Friday at 12 noon Eastern time uh, to do a live on a subject or to talk about it. And that, that's the week of the woman, so why not? And there's a lot of women in Agile and I work with a lot of women. And actually, you know what? 
those who subscribe to my pilot for next uh, next level agile coaching with the circle of scrum master and um, and coaches there's a there's only 15 place right now we are booked to 13 place and among the 13 place there's only one gentleman and no it's not me it's another man so all of the other are scrum master or shall we call them scrum mistress and uh, some uh, woman in tech and women and business agility. So this is amazing. It's an amazing time for the female part of all of us. But you know, the way I've been raised by my mother and the way I, I see the world, the way I'd like to show up in the world, for me, I, I never want to see uh, ethnicity, gender, uh, sexual orientation, uh, have a play, have a weight, and uh, what we do, what is it? Is there, is there a problem? Ah, because sometimes, you know, Google give us a problem. Uh, so anyway, the thing is, is Agile Feminist, there was a question raised in about uh, two years ago on Medium by Anna Thomas-Was. And actually, her question was, why don't we just call Agile what it is, feminist? And, and she goes on to say that the 17 guys that met 20 years ago uh, were only 17 white male. Oh, really? She didn't know, but it was, of course, maybe there was white male, but it was not like an invitation. There were guys at war between each other. They decided to gather together to solve that uh, misunderstood, and they came up with an artifact, the Agile Manifesto for Software Development. It wasn't, it wasn't important to say software development back then, because today, of course, with business agility, we are going beyond software development. So having someone that was probably not even born in 2001 saying that the Agile Manifesto guys are a bunch of white guys, it's already not very progressive in my point of view. It's not very inclusive. It's, it's tagging things. And, uh, and by the way, we just last two weeks, we honored uh, Mike Beadle. Mike Beadle was the Latino in Snowbird. So of course, he was not probably not black enough. Uh, it was not like, I don't know. But for me, I was triggered in the exchange on Medium and, and LinkedIn two years ago with that, and especially coming back from a Conscious Agility Summit. And I said to myself, like, we have enough of the war between frameworks or project between product. There's a lot of duality and a lot of approach. And I said to myself, like, we don't need to have those people from outside come and start putting what I call intersectionality or identity politics. And of course, as usual, I've been lash and I've been deemed to be uh, not very inclusive. But hold on a second. Me, when I'm helping people, I'm helping people first. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, gay, you're black, green, yellow, whatever, okay? We have to stop it. Really, I think we are in 2021. We're still using fuel to drive our cars. We, we didn't evolve that much. And if you think because you have an iPhone, or you have something in your pocket that's more powerful than a Commodore 64 30, 40 years ago. Excuse me, that's not evolution. This is materialism. Evolution of consciousness, evolution of how do we actually co-create things together? How do we collaborate to transform this world? So we already have a lot of challenge. The state of Agile actually just showed up again that only, only a, a mere 18 to 19% of the entire organization and company in the world mention uh, being Agile or doing Agile at some point. So this revolution of the mindset of doing things differently, of adapting ourselves to the customer, 
to the reality of the market and everything is far from finished. So my opinion, it's not a fact, it's just an opinion right now, is we don't need those kind of articles. Uh, try to trigger that agile is this, agile is that. No, agile, okay, agile is what it is. And then of course, as we uncover new ways of doing business and doing programmation and e-commerce, uh, it could evolve in a lot of, a lot of other type of, of ways of producing the goods and the software. But I think about, I don't know, I print it on words. It's five page of talking about methodology. It's already wrong. Talking about the fact that the four values of the 12 principle in Agile, and again, you could watch my video that I talked about it. I want every time when I talk about the four values and the 12 principle, uh, describe them because uh, you, you, you got to follow a little bit. You got to also to go uh, yourself, do your own research. But the thing is, like we, we, could, we could go some example here. Individuals and interaction over process and tools. So apparently this is more female, this is more feminine. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and that's funny because it's 17 white guys who did that, who came up with that. Oh, and actually, no, it's not true because the coffee break that created the four values was only seven guys because the other was king at Snowbird, Utah. And then customer collaboration over contract negotiation. Wow, this is more feminine. This is what she said. She said like all the values created by 17 white guy, we have to have guilt about it, where apparently it's more feminine. So that's great. I love it. I love it. Hola, image from Wana. Welcome to the Agile Lounge. So yeah, and then after responding to change over following a plan. Why do we have to say like those values of the Agile Manifesto are either um, either feminine or masculine, either white or black, either this, it's not either, it's value for putting people first because customer collaboration will put your client first. Uh, the working software, a product that works to satisfy the experience of the user, it's putting people first. Individual and interaction over the process and tools, it's literally <laughs> putting people first and responding to chain over following a plan. It's putting people first because we don't want them to be deceived or to be like, I don't know, but the thing is, have we think about it? So, and 17 white guys, white guys. So why, why, why are you doing identity politics? Why are you doing intersectionality of, of things? So. And the men who wrote the manifesto are unclear on whether they invited any woman. Okay, again, the context was 17 gig software engineer and consultant that were arguing that their framework was the best way, okay, to change project management and software development. Sorry, there were no women at that moment in, inside those 17 guys. And actually, even if you extend of those 17 who gather in February of 2001, uh, maybe there were some women invited, I don't know. But the thing is, comparing the Agile Manifesto with the Riot Girl Manifesto and saying that the value of the Agile Manifesto are so much more feminine, so we should call Agile what it is, feminist. And like... I remember one day in a workshop, uh, someone raised his hand and he had a question. I thought he had a question about what I've just teached them on the agile value and principle and techniques and also moving forward with the Scrum system and framework. And his question was, uh, oh, do you think agile is more, uh, is more progressive type of thing? Was it a revolution for the developer, by the developer? But 
Well, yes, and especially when you call it a manifesto and you like to bring something, like you like to make some noise about other process than the old-fashioned, old-fashioned, and it's not even fashion, the old crippler um, waterfall that's safe, try to bring back into agility. Uh, waterfall, yes, it's water and then you fall. So that's the thing. So they wanted to make some noise about it. So, And when you look at it, especially Scrum and Extreme Programming, the way they promise to, to business owner the deliverable and being the first to market everything. So my answer was progressive or conservative is not the point. The point is we'd like to provide a better customer experience and also deliver value, meaningful value, rapidly. Huh? And in the book, twice the work and half the time is not about productivity, it's not about... So, of course, it's progressive in a sense that these are all novelty ID, this is disruptive IDs, especially after decades of project management instead of product development management, and so on. So you could say it's progressive in that sense, but don't politicize it as you should not politicize it with is it more female and when we see female economy and 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 this week of course every year since the last five years i used to celebrate that march 8 for the historical importance of the woman taking their place in society and 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 developing in the public space their presence but now it's more like a guilt trip for again the white men or the black men I don't know so so the thing is it's not even something that it's inviting it's not inviting feminism it's it's intersectional feminism and the agile values are against it sorry ladies so and for me having women in agile okay I welcome that women in tech and a bit of history, back in the 1950s in computer programming when it was started, they had as much female as male doing the, the computer programming back then, okay? So it's in the 70s, 80s that it started to be more male for some obscure reason because the feminist movement. So, so here's the thing, Anna Thomas was. How is, in 20, 20, 50, 60 years after, there's less women in tech and of course, unfortunately, because people don't have the mindset of business agility yet, why it is that it's less woman. But again, as I said, most of my coaching on the individual program of Next Level Agile coaching and my mentoring that I do at the Agile Lounge, I've got, I will say, 65 to 70% of my clients and coaches are women. Uh, acting as product owner, scrum master, agile coach, and, and so on. And uh, yeah, so and I see more and more uh, lately. All my client, the project manager, to be transformed into more product kind of cycle. They're all women right now. So, so I, I will see that this world is changing too. But for me, what is your personality? What do you have to bring? Uh, what kind of new ways could you uh, help us uncover? Does it have Does it have to do with the fact? You have uh, an incline on political opinion or sociological kind, sociological kind of framework that goes with uh, uh, I don't know me like uh, materialism, uh, progressives, conservatives, uh, stuff like this. So and at the end of the day, it's to make business and to make money because everybody needs love and money. So at the end of the day, that's it. So and again, like Jim I. Smith, he tell us if you'd like to be agile and do agile. 
which is, is going to be the subject of our next Friday. Next Friday, we're going to talk about the do or be agile, because a lot of people are confused about it. So we're going to try to clear it up. Because um, I don't think it's, it's, again, a false debate to keep attention, but let's do it in a dare real agile way. But again, I don't really think that this article was worth it. I, I even wonder if this podcast is worth it. Um, and especially, I'm in big, big, big reflection these days about uh, where we're going as a community of business agilists. All of these people who try to get a part of the pie of this market. And, and again, and again, I will be bold and dare. What is that that we'd like to accomplish in togetherness? Why is that that since the state of Agile exists as a report, it's, it's tying at 15, 17%. And then it's people who say they are doing agility. And, and, and why these uh, organizations such as Lean, Agile, Intelligence provide you some tools to evaluate the maturity of agility? I think it's important in some kind of business context where a business transformation or a digital transformation is happening to kind of have metrics. I'm not against it. But again, as we all know, it's the people interaction over process and tool. So how does the people would like to actually transform themselves, their teams, and then the organization? What is the need and the wants behind that? So this is why for me, when I start seeing on blogs, vlogs, or what have you, all of these discussion is a lot of distraction. And uh, even for the human race, let, let's go beyond agility for a moment with ex exactly what the year we went through all together. Are we all in this together? Really, are we? Think a little bit, think a little bit. All is some people doing like much, much, much better than this. Even yours, yours truly, I see more opportunity in this crisis because as a transformation agent first, that helped me to be passionate about the agile value and mindset to bring about the change. But change is, it's, 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 it's kind of fluffy. We need something more precise, more holistic, more actionable, such as transfer action. So for me, of course, I embrace when, uh, uh, when we shake the cage of anything, when we disrupt the thing. But truly, we are distracted by so many things and subjects. Um, it's very good to have a, a very holistic uh, view. Thank you for the like. Thank you for the like again on YouTube. YouTube, you rock. Instagram, you seem to be a bit like and behind right now. And right now, it's 30... 37 subscriber on my YouTube and it's about uh, 237 so we have a tie we have a tie after Instagram was winning but of course on Instagram I see something people subscribe to you and try to sell you some kind of SEO SEM and then after because you respond no or you don't even take care of them they just go so that's 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 the thing on Instagram but Instagram is really fun uh, because it's instantaneous. And I love YouTube because it's a good platform to express ideas and to share ideas. So thank you for the like. And if you uh, even like to encourage us more, myself more, you have link in the description to give me a tips or even come and join us um, Thursday, the 25th of March at the Scrum Beer, just to network freely in a kind of an open space, virtual open space right now. Uh, because of that, what I was talking about before being distracted by the like, and I thank you very much for that. So, 
Distraction. It's all about distraction. And when we say that one of the five values of Scrum talked about focus, of course, if you stay just in that kind of tunnel, you could focus on only one thing. It's good for a time. And I just had a conversation this morning with a prospect client and where we talked about his needs of having a scrum master or maybe and then switching like from a project um, ways of doing things to a product way of doing things. And like um, and I was explaining that like iteratively when you do incrementation, uh, you need to focus on small chunk of work and very kind of MVP. Uh, MVP again, it stands for most viable product like and you'd like to see things incrementally happening okay like what's happening on a global scale right now this is why there's a lot of distraction but of course if you stay too much focus into your sprint you could miss what was the vision before so this is why you need an agile coach or a scrum master especially at the beginning to facilitate the uh, comprehension of it to always bring to the team the reminder that we have a vision and our mission is to produce it if you're feature-based, component-based, and anything. If you're marketing, how do you collaborate with those guys? So it's always like that. So this is why it's it's something that I, after reflection, after reading it again in the Scrum Guide, where they suggest to have more a product gold than a sprint gold. But for me, it's, it's all about the vision. It's within a system because winners have systems and losers have goals. If you just have goals, it's like someone just focusing into this pencil instead of what could you draw with that pencil okay it's all about negotiation it's all about interaction it's all about the substantion and the greatest dynamic of interrelation so for me when I see blog like this and when I see uh, uh, the month of this the month of that the week of this the day of that yes it's good to stop a little bit reflect on it and embrace this but for me, it's every day, the day of everyone, as a real cosmopolite. Could we say that? Cosmopolite? Yeah, cosmopolite, yes. I embrace the diversity, the real diversity, the, 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 the real culture, color, everything. It's important because this wall is made of it from nature all the way up to the cosmos. There's so much thing are different. I don't know if you do like me sometimes. I'm just going to walk or after a jogging and a meditation. And I will put my, atten my attention to something just to contemplate it. But then after I'd like to go away of it and see that finally that beautiful flower or that beautiful mushroom just next to the beautiful tree is surrounded by a grandeur of diversity of trees and leaf and everything. So, you know, so I think it's the same thing when you have a business. So if you have a business, you have to create your customer. And if you create your customer is, do they need your product? Do they need your services? And then after, so this is the why. Why are you doing business? You will say, oh, it's, 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 to get, it's, it's to get some capital, to get some money. Yes, okay. But money is like love. It's not enough. Okay, you need to create something. And so, of course, we all do it for a living within this matrix, right? Yes, conscious agility here. We, we see behind agility. We see behind materialism. You have to put some kind of consciousness into it. So, so yes, I embrace women. As I said, uh, even my Instagram, we are 56% woman follower. Unfortunately, the uh, Google Analytics is not giving me. This is why I need to reach 1,000 subscribers because 
I will, it will unleash more and more analytics for me and, and everything. But meaningfully, action are more important than words and talking. Yours truly as a coach, I'd like to offer you what I would like you to offer me, which is intention first. What is your intention? What is your why? Why are you here? Why are you building this company? Huh? Have you think about it? What's your intention? Then after you understand why you're here, who you are, and you have your intention, what is the attention? And then the attention, you could actually splice it into different, into different scale. Because at first you have your vision, then after you create your mission. And then from that mission, you could have a value list. I like it to call it like this, a value list. that's more meaningful than a backlog. And the backlog, you see how I sit like this. Well, that's unfortunate that I'm not in my studio in Montreal with my moving camera because there's a beautiful bird. Uh, I was talking action, not just talking. Beautiful bird. And even if I'm live right now and for you who run with me on the Real Agile, sorry you cannot visualize it and neither, neither my vloggers right now. It's a beautiful yellow bird and they are right now um, uh, watering the garden and all the birds are coming down to grab some of that water. So you see, is it distraction or contemplation? That could be another subject. But for me, a distraction is, is your attention. This is how I was that. Intention with the why. Attention with how. How are you going to deliver your why? The way you show up in the world. The way you create your business. The way you deliver your product. The way you offer to others the product. And the attention, if you say in the comment below, and I invite you to say anything you want, you're free. You're free to speech. You're free to help me improve. I hope you learn something with me, but I'd like to learn something from you. And if you could say like, oh, today is podcast, his vlog is completely upside down. He seems to lack of attention. Maybe. But again, it's exactly a decision. It's a negotiation between yourself and your why. The how you do that, it's everybody is focusing on that. Everybody is focusing right now probably on the light, on my microphone. I'm not in my studio. I'm in a condo in downtown Cancun. I don't have the full equipment that I have usually. And yes, I will have to improve with my son engineer and everything. But this is the how. Why I am doing this day real agile. Why today I choose to talk is to try to answer. And we don't do this. It's 28 minutes later. And I'm, I'm still just rambling around. Because it's an open space. Because it's unscripted. Because I'd like to show up. I know my why. I know why I do it today. And I invited you to interact. There's seven people on YouTube right now. Still nothing in the common. You're free to go. You're free to, to join me. And uh, the chat is open, guys. And, and yes, thanks for the likes. Thanks for the tips. But how about interaction? This is my intention. When I serve my client, I will have another intention. It's a greater intention. I would like them to thrive. Me, I'm happy and fulfilled. Actually, I should say, I'm fulfilled. That make me happy when I see my clients thriving, when I see them achieving their vision. And how do you achieve the vision? It's putting right attention into a measure. When people struggle with their backlog, it's so simple. I mean, remind, remember, 
Why are you here? Why does your company exist? Why does your restaurant is there? If you say it's just to make money and pay my mortgage, yeah, well, this is not a high intention. Of course, it's very important. I say it. Love and money. Right now, the way we live our experience here on earth, it's all about love and money. But let me tell you the truth. Your intention has to be bigger than the materialistic way of wanting just money to pay your mortgage. Because of course the money, and right now the money is gonna fall. So if you don't have cryptocurrency, if you don't have any other means of exchanging your services and product, think, think fast because the next 10 years going to be this tipping point for all of us, individually and collectively. So it's all about real estate and cryptocurrency. So if you don't start changing your mindset right now, uh, I'm not, I don't want to go and talk, oh, you won't survive. No, but if you'd like to thrive, if you'd like to have a piece of the new pie and it's making, the next two to three years, it's the moment for you to tip, to switch, not only your mindset, but everything about the way you exchange your service and, and product, the way you make contract happening. Okay, so we cannot stay anymore. And don't talk to me about the great reset or the greater reset. So you see, there are so many other important topics that we should put attention on it, that all these intersectionality, all this feminism and everything, all this ethnicity and everything, I don't care. You know Tomorrowland? I used to uh, collaborate with them, uh, helping them sell throughout the world, okay? Um, and people bring flags of from where they're from, but this is diversity in a sense of a cosmopolitanism idea. It's not about like, oh, we are better than this. And what I don't like when I read an article like, why don't we just call agile what it is, feminism, is the way, the way, the toxic way they point on people. Oh, there were only 17 white guys there. What's the point? What's the fucking point? And after 20 years, let me tell you one thing. And even myself, it's 19, 20 years I'm in Scrum. I've like, I've seen so much people just having to adapt this mindset, this revolutionary, revolutionary, this visionary mindset of doing things otherwise. We really don't need to ask ourselves about is it feminist or is it male or female? And let me tell you one thing. If I was the one writing that blog and asking why don't we just call Agile what it is, masculinist, and put a picture of male, what was it again? Ah, uh, yeah, male economy. Oh boy. I would have been censored, I would have been lashed. So this is also something that despises me because when I look back at what my mother did in Montreal and Quebec, to help women, to help women, uh, single mother, and more, as a psychologist, and sociologically, uh, as I said, she was feminist before feminism exists, uh, back in the 1950s. So for me, it's like, guys, all those women before you, that tried to, now you have your place. But actually, the struggle is with the, the self-sabotaging. I'm sick and tired of seeing like, oh, it's because I'm this and because I'm, no. There's no chance and there's nothing inside, how could I say it? 
you are responsible for your own destiny here. You have to create your world. Is there environmental and physically things that I don't know? Because for me, I go so much beyond, so much beyond the veil of perception. It's all about perspective. This world we are in right now, it's made of information. Right now what I'm doing, I'm just providing information from our perspective. I'm not right or wrong. I'm not trying to be right or wrong, but I want to tell you one thing. Every time I've got a feeling, I got something from the guts. I feel, I feel it's more close to the truth, if there's such thing as a truth, or truth, than anything else. Huh? You know this, and I'll follow your guts, yeah, but maybe, maybe we should listen to our guts, listen to our ultra self, huh? to put a bit of more spiritual consciousness into what's happening around us. Huh? The intention that move into the attention. Uh, if we decide we have a meeting for one hour, have we set the objective of that meeting? What will be our attention span taking care of it? And the way system, I love it, from the $2 million entrepreneur guy, why am I talking? Now I'm alone, but it's, in, it's really important to set the objective, the goal of the hour we're gonna spend together talking about something. So you see, for me, it's beyond agility and it's beyond being feminist or, or male or female economy. What is that? And I remember back in the day in Montreal, the village, uh, I was helping a lot of entrepreneurs back then and they were talking about the pink money and the pink money, well, no, it wasn't about women. It was about the gay, yeah, the gay economy. Could you imagine that? The gay economy in Montreal within the village. And for me, all of these sectionality or intersectionality, feminism, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, the progressive, this all created like some kind of sect. And be careful because sect came eschatology, and eschatology is the end of time. And you, you're gonna finish something when you, you just finish. And we all know that this world will never be finished. It's only an experience. Could we have this experience with our free will and then togetherness and be colorblind and be genderblind? If you, if, you choose, if you choose to adopt the Agile mindset, could you ask yourself the real question on how you're going to take those four values and 12 principles and put it into your business context and or technological context to actually deliver meaningful fucking value to your customer? As simple as it. And then if you need to be very, very, very pragmatic, you don't want to go into all those fluffla. And I'm doing this, their Real Agile podcast actually, to go a bit behind what I'm doing because every day when I help my client, I'm not fluffy like this, no. I'm actually, I listen to them. Really. If they want to do, if they want to do like a specific thing, and if they want to hire me just to help them facilitate that specific thing, hey, is the customer right now. He come to me, he asked me, we have a fit, let's do this. But if they want more, if they want to go beyond, of course I would invite them to the Scrum Beer to network with other Scrum people and other Agile people. Huh? The Shulari system again. 
they could hire me because they like my approach of micro coaching, of facilitating on demand. Because that will be a subject of a future Dairy Lajal, by the way. Sure, sure, sure. We talked about next Friday. Next Friday, the upcoming show is Do or Be Agile. And that will be an introduction also of the other topic that I think it's important, especially for consultants out there. Do you need a full-time Agile coach in your organization? Why are the big bank want to create what they call an expertise center with 35, 40 Agile coach? That could work in some contexts, but in some other contexts, I think the next wave of how we gonna and next level agile coaching is all about that. It's individual and their interaction, and also organization, teams, and everything. And it should be on demand, because again, when Peter Drucker teaches us to create your customer, what I would like to create for the agile lounge customer with the next level agile coaching, the persona. It's a small or medium business that it's starting to be in its growth, or it's growing right now. And I would like to be there to help them put more agility to achieve better, smarter, and then faster uh, their growth. Okay? So that's the real person. From that, <clears throat> I, could, I could still help startup, but let me frank. My persona, why it's a small medium business that's growing? Because they're growing, they're making money already, they have some kind of system that works, they just want to refine it. So this is way better, and yours truly will have probably a more better revenue than helping a startup that might fail. Because I've been there, done that, now next level. Next level for me, personal, small, medium business. And so, uh, so I've been to help for the last five years startups, as well as doing big, big, big corporate contracts such as Barclay Bank, National Bank of Canada, Bell Canada, big things, you know? And of course, in the last three, four years, I had more and more small and medium business, or only teams within a kind of a medium, large business, but only team that will hire me to help them having more agility. Have them facilitate and train them and show them how they could do something else with Scrum or Kanban, what have you. I don't care about these. Same as I don't care about. I care about women in Agile to make sure that they have as much place as everybody else, actually, because I'm people first. I am people first over everything else. And I am meaningful delivery over any framework. Okay, this is the value of Agile Lounge. This is what my three other coach and myself would like to offer you. And incrementally, we don't do contract with, oh, it starts uh, April 1st and it's finished December 31st. Yes, we could have the, ah, the judicial contract such as this. But for me, at some point, always the termination um, file article in my contract, it's incremental. After a cycle, we could review and how much do we need each other? How much do you need of my services? So this is why it's, 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 it's not a fixed bid contract because it's completely using. Unless, unless you actually purchase training. Okay, that's another story. But this is it. Everything is changing. The mindset is changing. And with everything that's changing, even those who didn't believe in agility before, they will have to have it without naming it. If you don't want to name it, I don't care. That's okay. 
But remember one thing. If you don't adapt a business agility and a conscious leadership to transform your manager with a generation that's growing right now, with everything that's coming right now, that it's in the build. It's not even coming. We are building it. I'm working with so many people right now. They are building things on the digital aspect of our lives. And then if everything collapses, because it's a risk management, if everything collapses, do you know how to grow your own food? You might say, I'm exaggerating right now. No, everything in the next decade, in the next 10 years, is possible. Everything is possible. We could create everything. And I aim for a decentralized world with real diversity, with real inclusiveness. And I hope that people who try to distract us with identity politics of course do it you're free we have free will but don't come and lecture us that the movement was made by racist guilt white men especially when my mentor was a Mexican-American an achiever a PhD speaking four language and embracing women and fe female economy as well and why I say that why I'm saying female economy it's economy. It's the management of your house and everybody of any creed, of any religion, any gender, any sexual orientation, any ethnicity are welcome in my house, in my economy, in my agile lounge. So on that beautiful lounger, thank you very much for listening. I hope you learned something. I hope to learn something from you in the comment below. And again, my dear Real Agile jogger and loungers, thank you very much for your support because we're not even a year in the making and we reached 3,600 subscribers on the platform. Now, bring me to 1,000 on YouTube, please, to unleash more and more uh, data analytics and possibility to make live with other devices than this MacBook, especially when I am a digital nomad. So thank you very much for your tips in advance. Uh, you could do it through Bitcoin as well. I welcome more that than PayPal, actually. So thank you. And remember, to the new ways, to the new world, and to your success. Cheers.